today I want to share with you a very, very dear thing that is on the heart of Our Lady, which is the Rosary, the prayer of the Rosary. And we are all amazed of the power of the Rosary. One day I was speaking with Jelena Vasil, who is an interlocutionist in Medjugorje, and I was asking her, what does Our Lady teach you in these days? And she said, well, sister, Our Lady told me that when she was on earth, she would pray the rosary constantly. I said, no way. Our Lady couldn't say, hail myself. She said, well, you know, Our Lady mentioned that when she was on earth, she would have the eyes of her heart constantly focused on the life of Jesus and on the marvels that God was doing for her. And this is the rosary. So when you pray the rosary, just know that you pray as Mary prayed. And this is why it's good that we try today to put ourselves at the school of Our Lady and learn how to pray the rosary the way she prayed the rosary. Because her big desire is that we get her prayer. You know, her prayer is that who pleases the Lord the most. She was so on fire for God that her prayer was the best one ever on earth. And she invites us in Medjugorje to share in her own prayer. So the more you pray like Mary, the more your prayer pleases God. And she was praying constantly the rosary. She was adoring God. She was in her heart and the thought of Jesus, the feelings of Jesus, the vision of Jesus, the memories of Jesus, everything about Jesus. The rosary is a prayer for Jesus. Remember that. You focus on Jesus, not on Mary. Even though we pray these prayers, Hail Mary, full of grace, we repeat this prayer, there is no repetition for God. Repetition is due to our sinful being. Because we get tired, we get used to, but in, in God there is no such thing. So, And as a French, I, when I came to Medjugorje, I considered the rosary as a second-class prayer, you know. But I had to change my mind, and I'm very happy today to pray the rosary. So we'll pray the rosary now, the joyful mysteries, but I want to introduce you to uh, the way to enter the mysteries. And when we start the rosary, you better fasten your seat belt because we are going to travel. We'll travel to those places where those events took place in the past 2,000 years ago. And the miracle of the rosary as the miracle of the Word of God because the whole rosary is based on the Word of God. You take each thing and it's in the Bible. It's phrase of the rosary. It's not something made up, you know, it's from the gospel. So we will make ourselves present in these places where these beautiful events of our faith happened 2,000 years ago. But what is very interesting with remembering those events in faith, in piety, in prayer, is that each time we remember an event from the re Revelation and we want to share the grace of this event, the same grace that was there on that day 
may fall upon us today. Because the gospel is not a book of history, like we learn the, the, the story of the kings or the history of a country. No, that's finished, that's past. Instead, with the gospel and all the Jewish tradition teaches us that, each time you mention something with your heart in prayer, the same event is again there, giving the graces, giving the blessings, giving the open door to God. And in our first mystery, we will, of course, travel to Nazareth. But beforehand, I want to tell you one thing, which is a key to enter the mysteries. We will enter the mysteries as little children, as Jesus said one day in his prayer to his Father, Oh, I bless you, Father, and I rejoice, Father, that you reveal these mysteries to the little ones and not to the learned one. And it is as a little child that I want to go to Nazareth. You know, the little children have a special grace. They have a grace of contemplation. You know what is contemplation? It's different from meditation. With meditation, you think a lot. You use your imagination and you work somehow. In contemplation, you don't even have to work. Do the little kids work? No, they don't know how to meditate. But they may contemplate. It's more powerful. A contemplation, it's when your eyes are totally focused on something and your heart is involved, your mind is involved, your whole being is involved in your eyes. And everything you see gets into you, deep into you, and there is no distance between what you see and yourself. And this is a special grace that is given to the little children. There is no distance. When they see something, it's always firsthand. They just take in as it is. And this is why their capacity of absorption is so deep that when you place, for example, a child before the TV screen for the whole day with all the junk that is in there, how do you get your child back in the evening? He's agitated, he's unpeaceful, he's out of himself. Instead, if you place the same child in the presence of a very good person, a person who is filled with love, tenderness, who will tell him stories, who is filled with joy and, you know, the, the child will feel that soul of that person. So if he remains with her for a day, how will you get back your child in the evening? Your child will be like in heaven because he will have absorbed inside all the goodness, all the peace of that person. Don't you think so? And this is a key. This is a key because it's in this spirit that I will approach the mysteries of our faith. So let's recover the heart we had when we were a child. So you know, I will go to Nazareth as a little guy of three. Okay? Let us all do that. Now, I will open my eyes and just see what is there. I will look at the reality that I see there. 
Because the more I look at with my heart and my innocence of the child, the more this reality will come into my heart and it will be like a transfusion of this reality within me and I will be enriched. You know, the fathers of the church have said, we become what we contemplate. I repeat, this is a very important statement for the rosary. We become what we contemplate. So when I enter the room of Mary in this simple decade of the Annunciation, I will open the door, look at her. What do I see? A beautiful young girl of maybe 13. And as a child, I run to her because immediately with my antennas of a child, I could feel how good this person is, how filled with love and I am attracted by love. I'm a child, I'm thirsty of love, I'm thirsty of tenderness, I need that love to grow. So I run to her and I will stick to her. I will cling to her as the children do. And I will cling so bad that I will take her hand and I won't quit. I found my happiness. I found my, what I needed. I can feel from her all that joy, all that peace, all that deep tenderness. And I nestle in her robe, in her mantle, whatever you call it, you know. I want to stay there all my life. I found my mother. It is in this spirit that I will now pray the Annunciation, opening my heart as never before to this reality. And while I pray, all the joy of Mary will come within me, but not only hers. What happens during the Annunciation? I have my hand in Mary's hand, and at one point, I can feel that she receives a shock because she just learned that she's been chosen among all women on earth to become the mother of the Messiah. Wow! The whole being of Mary is shaken so deep. And because I hold her hand so bad, I get that shock within me. I, I'm one with her. I want to cling to her for everything. So I get within me that wave of that joy that she received from God and not only her joy, I receive the joy that little tiny, tiny, tiny baby Jesus has to be sent by the Father to dwell there in this beautiful little tabernacle that Mary's womb is. And he's so happy that at last he may be able to come and save us. He's been waiting for so long. And the joy of the Father sending his son my son, go, just go and save them. I send you, go. That joy of the Father, that joy of the Son, that joy of the Holy Spirit to embroider baby Jesus in the womb of Mary and the joy of the angel being selected to be the one to announce the good news. Wow, joy, joy, joy. And being, being a little kid, I can see that with my own eyes. And the joy comes powerfully within my heart. And now I will close my eyes 
and will pray my simple little decade that I pray every day. And all this mystery of joy will come and fill my heart. And believe me, I will be changed because we become what we contemplate. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Shall we continue our little traveling? Ready? So now the next stop, 
will be in Ain Karim, that is about 170 kilometers distant from Nazareth. I've taken the hand of Mary at the beginning of my rosary and I'm not going to quit. I remember some testimony of Mother Teresa, they were sharing with Bishop Nilitsa in Rome. She, she was 80 at the time, and she said to him, you know, when I was a child, I was about four, five, I was walking in the midst of the fields around our house with my mother, and we were heading to another village distant from our village. And because I had taken the hand of my mother, I felt totally secure. She knew the way. And uh, at a certain time, my mother stopped in the midst of the field and said, my child, you're holding my hand. It's good because I know the way and I can lead you there. So in your life, in the same way, take the hand of Mary, your heavenly mother, and she will lead you to Jesus and to heaven. And my child, listen to this, never leave the hand of your heavenly mother, Mary. And she said to Bishop Nilitsa, I have done it my whole life, and today I do not repent from having done it. She had indeed led me. Never let go of the hand of your mother. So the rosary is each time a new opportunity for us to hold the hand of Mary in case we have let go a little before. So Mary is in haste to go to her cousin Elizabeth on that way, beautiful road for those who have been there in Israel. And a big mystery is happening in Mary's heart. And since I'm walking by her side, hand in hand, I want to kind of enter that mystery of a mother carrying a child and not any child. We know that when a little child arrives in the womb of his mother, just created from God, even if his body is totally tiny, his conscience of love is not tiny at all. It's entirely there. It doesn't depend on the size of the body. So when he comes, immediately he feels with his incredible sensitive antennas whether he's welcome or not, whether that mother is happy with the gift of life or not, whether she's okay with herself as a mother, as a woman or not, whether she is at peace or not, joyful or not, whether she's stressed, whether she's oppressed, whether she's sick, anxious, whether she will reject him, he immediately feels the thing. And according to what he feels, he will be very happy and grow in harmony according to the plan of God, his creator, or he will be very wounded, deeply wounded, and he will, he will grow the way he can with those wounds we will affect his life as an adult. And this is how we have, for example, homosexuality tendencies, or people who are always afraid of everything, or people who carry the feeling that they should die. And if the mother has even thought 
that, oh, I'll get rid of this little kid, I don't want him. The little guy has picked up that his life has no value, that he could be rejected like a piece of flesh in a garbage thing. You know, he picks up what the mother has in mind and soul for him. And this will be the way he will see his own identity. Of course, after in his adult life, Mary, the mother of God, can take over and heal those wounds. But I'm talking about this mystery of carrying a baby for a mother. There is a beautiful thing that I've learned in this last year, how powerful can be a mother to her child when she speaks with him from the womb. I know, for example, a mother, she had a very, very difficult family life because the husband was mentally sick. So the atmosphere was heavy and stressed. And so the first child she carried was very, very stressed because she was always tense and anxious and she was not that happy to be a mother. So the little kid was born and he was agitated and he has done, as an adult, several attempts for suicide, you know. But then she got converted. She found God, she became a very happy and peaceful woman in spite of the whole atmosphere that remained the same, but she made it in peace. And when she next was uh, pregnant, she was so happy about this gift of life from God that she would go out in the countryside and speak with the little one and say, oh, my child, I'm so happy to have you there that you are mine, and I'm, I can't wait to see the color of your eyes. I can't wait to cuddle you and to caress you. And you know, I will teach you how to grow, how to eat, how to drink, how to speak, how to walk, how to, to read and write. I will teach you about the mystery of the world and we will be so happy together. Oh, I can't wait to have you in my arms. I love you so much already. And she would pray to God with them. Oh Lord, Thank you for the beauty of the gift of life. Thank you for having given me this little kid that could have been to another mother, but it's me. You choose me to have him. Thank you, Jesus, for this gift of life. And so on. The little one was born, and he has been all his life very peaceful. He's structured inside, solid, strong, in a harmonious way. And he's radiating peace to others. Now he's become a priest and he's attracting people because of peace that is inside, you know. So how can I say about Mary carrying baby Jesus? What's of a dialogue these two are having on the way to Ein Karim? I want to enter that dialogue. And you know what? I will receive a great gift during this decade, this simple little decade. My gift will be that. According to what Mary said in Medjugorje, she said, Dear children, I love each one of you as much as I love my son, Jesus. Have you ever thought of that? She said, Dear children, the same way I have carried my son, Jesus, I want to carry each one of you towards holiness. Wow! Have you ever thought of that? That the same way, with the same motherly tenderness, we are now carried by Mary. And there is nothing that she had for Jesus as love that is not also for us. 
So there is no diminution of power of love when she looks at us, each one, even if we are the, the worst sinner here present in this church. She loves me, she loves you the same way, with the same intensity that she loves Jesus. Wow. And if, as a child, I might have suffered from lack of love from my earthly mother, or maybe my mother was stressed because she was sick, or she had lost a dear one, or my father was not that good to her, or maybe uh, she had a car accident and she was terrified, so I got the shock also inside. Maybe she thought of an abortion. So I've been deeply wounded in my heart because a little kid in the womb has only his mother to cling on. Who else can he go to? He has only her. And if she fails to love, can you imagine the distress of the little one? So Mary, during this decade, will heal me because the same tenderness that she has for Jesus will fall on me. And this is a healing tenderness, a healing motherly love that I so badly need. And if myself, as a mother or as a father, I've failed to love my children, I've thought, oh, let's have an abortion. Or if I have thought, oh, let's help my daughter to have an abortion because she's only 13, that's too young to be a mother, I will tell her to have an abortion. If I have participated in an act of despising life, the gift of life, then I'm wounded and some death came into my soul because of that. So of course I will run to a priest to confess my sin, but what will Our Lady do during this little, simple little decade? She will heal me from the consequences of my rejection of life. And all the wounds that are connected with this rejection of life will be caressed by Our Lady and healed. In each decade of the rosary, I receive a present, a gift from God. Let us today open our heart to Mary's love as never before, so that deep in our heart today, in those places so secret, so hidden, and sometimes so shameful for us, because it affects our sexuality, our affectivity, our sensitivity. So we will be visited by the motherly love of Mary and she will do her marvelous healing service during this decade. So let's open our heart to her and to her visitation as never before because the visitation today is for me. I am Elizabeth today. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Magnificat, magnificat, magnificat anima mea dominum, magnificat, magnificat, magnificat anima mea. So I'll continue my traveling and I will end up in Bethlehem where Jesus is being born. I've clinged so much to Mary and to the Holy Family because Joseph is there too, that I find myself in the stable of Bethlehem and I open my eyes as never before because there is a little baby there. And you know how the kids are fascinated by babies? There are, you know, constantly there are with giants around them. And for one, they see a tiny little one that is smaller than them. And they are very happy. So I look at baby Jesus and I, I see that he's very special. And so much love radiates from him. And you know, in the stable of Bethlehem, it's like heaven. Why? Because there is such an intensity of love that Satan has never been able to enter that stable. Powerful love cast out Satan. So I feel like in heaven there, 
I have my people. I don't need another family. I have found my family. And this is going to remain my family. And I already said one day, just nine days before Christmas in 92, I was there on the mountain to Ivan. It was in the midst of the war. She said, dear children, I want this Christmas to be different from other Christmases. And I, th I thought, oh my gosh, she's going to tell us not celebrate Christmas before the, because of the war and have sad faces. She continues, I want this Christmas more joyful than any Christmas so far. Remember, dear children, how happy we were in the stable when my son was born. I want each of your families, dear children, to be as happy and joyful as we were in the stable when my son was born. And we were in the midst of the most terrible bombarding and, and massacres and concentration camps and all that stuff in December 92 in Bosnia-Herzegovina. Because when you contemplate God, you absorb the graces. And how shall we stop the war? Is it in watching TV and see all this evil going on? You, f you fill your own heart with evil then, with dirt. But instead, when you contemplate the beauty of the family of God, then you get in, you take in all this peace, and then you radiate peace because we become what we contemplate. And she gave that day the key against, against war. At first, we were kind of shocked. How can we rejoice when those people are being killed? But they won't be killed anymore if I carry within me the love of God. And how shall I carry it? I will take it in, in watching God himself in my prayer. That's the miracle of the rosary. And this is why the rosary is so powerful against Satan. Now you got the point. So I'm standing by Mary's, holding her hand always. And an amazing thing happens. She takes baby Jesus in her arms and she gives it to me. You remember Sister Faustina in her diary said, Mary came to me and she told me, my daughter, I give you now my most precious treasure. But what Mary did for Sister Faustina in an apparition, she can't refuse to do it for us too in an invisible way because she doesn't love us less than she loves Sister Faustina or even Jesus. So now, in this decade, we will close our eyes and receive the baby Jesus in our arms, in our hearts, deep. But I want to insist on one thing. One Christmas, I already said, dear children, put newborn baby Jesus at the first place in your life and he will lead you on the way to salvation. And then the time of this century will be a time of peace and prosperity. So, she's giving us a little job. This was the message when we enter the new millennium. And believe me, this is the key for the new millennium. Put newborn baby Jesus at the first place. Now, I see many mothers and grandmothers here. 
When the newborn baby comes back home, don't you change the whole schedule of the house? Don't you? Not here in Canada? You do too? Oh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> you don't behave as you did before because your concern is the well-being of the little one. He cannot help himself, he's helpless. So unless you take care of him, he won't make it. The little baby has needs. He needs to eat regularly, even at night. He needs to drink regularly. He needs to be changed regularly. He needs to go out to breathe new hair and all that stuff. And you've got to schedule your own life according to his needs, don't you? And when Mary says to us, put newborn Jesus at the first place, ah, she's very smart. She's very clever. It means you'll be busy with Jesus your whole life. He won't let you alone. <laughs> so once you get baby Jesus, believe me, it's a job. Are you ready? Are you ready to put Jesus at the first place and to take care of his needs as a mother does? But when she gives baby Jesus, she does not only give us the newborn to take care of. She says, he will lead you, which means she's giving us a leader. We've got our leader. Are you happy of the leaders of your country today? Okay, don't answer. I can see your faces. It's enough. Okay. If you're not so happy, now be happy you have your leader. And your leader is a child. And Mary doesn't invent a new thing in saying that because the prophet already said before the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, a child will lead them. Because the only way to be led for us is to be led by a child, by an innocent. Because God is a child. God is a child. It means much to me if I receive in my arms my leader. It means I can't have any more leaders beside that who will kind of make mess with my leadership. So each time I will have a choice to make, a decision to make, I will refer to my leader and say, hey, baby Jesus, what do you think of this situation? What should I do now? I like to give this example. This Suppose I am a very beautiful girl of 20, which is not the case, I know. And uh, three boys are willing to marry me, Peter, Paul and James. You see, I remain in the gospel. And uh, I'm hesitating because they are all three so good, you know. So what shall I do? I want to get married and I don't know which one to choose. Hey, baby Jesus, what is your opinion? What is your plan, your divine plan for my life? Which one should I choose? Show me the way. And our lady said in Medjugorje, when you pray with all your heart to God, with a true question, he will answer you at his time. So he will answer me. And maybe the answer will be, be patient, my little girl. I've got a fourth one for you, and he's much better than these three. <laughs> no, but you know, each time you have really a turning point in your life, ask baby Jesus. So when you receive him, you know what? It's not enough to caress him and say, oh, how much you are cute, how much I love you. That's good, but it's not enough. 
because true love means that one who have my commandments and live my commandments, that one loves me, said Jesus. So, the best way to express our love to baby Jesus is to make a commitment with him and say, baby, from now on, I take you as my shepherd, as my leader, and whatever you will whisper to my heart, it is that that I will choose to do. I will do your will. So now let's close our eyes and let this innocence of Jesus come into our heart. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
The beautiful thing in this mystery of the nativity of Jesus is that each time we pray that, it's like having a spiritual Holy Communion. Of course, we have Holy Communion when you go to Mass, but in the day, we can have several Holy Communion in the Spirit by desire. And during the Rosary, it's also the good opportunity we can ask baby Jesus to come in a spiritual Holy Communion in our heart, and the effect of this is very powerful. Now we travel now to another place, which is Jerusalem. We will reach the Temple of Jerusalem. I always cling to Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus now, my family, and I will enter the Temple with them. And in the mystery of the presentation of Jesus in the Temple, I will watch what happens. And what do I see? I see Mary and Joseph offering their newborn son to the Father, to God. And when I watch Mary with all the eyes of my heart, you know, with this power that I have to get the spirit of the event within me, to absorb the spirit that is there in this event, I see Mary, how much she loves her son. And when she gives that son to God during the presentation, it is as if she says to the Lord, Lord, you've given me this incredible gift of this child, divine child, and now I give it back to you. It means that in this particular moment, we see the divine love of Mary because she becomes kind of the servant of the plan of God on the baby. She will put all her love, all her energy, all her strength, all her life, all her soul to help baby Jesus to fulfill his mission. He's being the Messiah and the Redeemer. And she will not see herself as, oh, I've got to have my own life. I've got to have my own time, my own things. No, forget it. She will be totally dedicated to the little one and be at the service of the fulfillment of his own mission. And that's being a mother. She's teaching us here divine love. Our Lady said one day in Medjugorje, dear children, may love prevail in your life, but not human love, dear children, instead divine love. Wow, that was kind of shocking. I'll explain, don't worry. There is a verse in the Gospel, when Jesus says, the plants that my Father has not planted will be rooted up. Wow! Which means, do you want the love that you have for your dear ones to be still there in heaven? Do you? I bet you do. There is only one way to make that love divine to make that love planted by the Father, which means the grace of God, to transform our human love 
into a divine love so that it dwells in heaven also, not only on earth. And so how shall we manage that? I will pray my little decade. And watching at Mary, loving baby Jesus the way she does, will help me open my heart to divine love. Divine love means the love that comes from God. Because our soul has been made, created, capable to contain this divine love and God himself. So don't worry, each one of us, he might not be very clever, he might not be very brilliant, he might not be very healthy in his body, but there is one thing that everybody can do, is to divinely love. Because we have made this way by the Creator, no exception. So we all can do that. Through prayer, divine love come in our heart. But when I watch Mary, I want my love, the love that I have for my neighbors, to become divine. But in my own way of loving, there might be some selfishness, some research of myself, when we seek our own satisfaction. So, I want you two to work now. I will put you on work. Each one of us will think of the person on earth that he loves the most. The number one person in his heart. Now, if you have kids that you all love the same way, you can have equal. Yeah, 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 equal. And during this presentation mystery, we'll all whisper in the heart of Our Lady the name of that person, of, of these persons equally loved. Why? Because we will ask her that grace, that gift, and this will be the gift of this decade, to change our heart so that we may love these persons the way she loved Jesus, which means if we pretend to love that person, we will consider putting ourselves at the service of the plan of God in the life of this person. Do you follow me? When you love someone, do you think, oh, this person, God has a great plan on his life. How can I serve that plan? How can I help that plan to be fulfilled? Instead of how can I enjoy that person? How can I enjoy the gift from that person, the goodness of that person? That's not bad in itself, but that's just human, and it won't last. And if your love is based on attraction, it won't last, and it will definitely not be there in heaven. Attraction is human. It's not automatically bad. It can be very good because we are made in that way by the Lord. But it has to be lifted up to a divine state of divine love. Step by step, we will reach divine love if we forget about our own self. Egoism, selfishness, research of ourself, of our own satisfaction. And we will just be with that person, the servant of God's plan for his life, as Mary was for Jesus' life. Have you got my point? Do you want to, to love that person divinely?
I can give you an example of parents when they advise their children, sometimes they focus on their human success in a worldly spirit to fit with what is needed in our society at the risk to miss the boat of fulfilling God's plan. And they think they love their children in pushing them in some ways that are worldly and not divine, but this is actually not love, this is hatred. Because they push their children away from God. And they push them to sin. And they push them sometimes to very serious sin. How many parents push their daughter to abortion for the sake of not being a mother without a husband? They think it's out of love for her? No, it is called hatred. Let's be clear on that because we can kill somebody's life in this way. You kill the soul of someone under the name of love. So divine love is important. So let's enter now in the temple. Let's look at Mary offering her baby to the father and offering herself entirely to love the child at any cost so that at any cost she can be by his side helping the beautiful mission that he has, the beautiful mission of a redeemer. And she will give us the grace because we open our heart to that love that we desire so much. She will give us, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that divine love that will fall not only on our dear ones, but with the same love we will use it to love our enemies. And remember what the mystic said, the degree of love that the Lord will see in our heart on the last day will be the degree of love that we actually have for our enemies. Because only divine love will be there for our enemies. So let us open our heart to this divine love. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, As we sing this beautiful Ave Maria, I want to mention to you that St. Louis of Montfort said that each time we say Ave to Mary, in English it's Hail Mary, this greeting of the angel to her, she experiences the same joy that she received on the day of the Annunciation. So each time we say Ave, we are in Nazareth and we greet Mary, and she receives the same joy, the finding of Jesus at the temple. Now let's remain at the temple, but let's pass 12 years. Jesus has been lost, so I've stayed with Mary and Joseph, and I've been like them, devastated by the loss of the little one. Mary not only lost her child, she lost her God. And no one will imagine nor conceive how terrible this loss has been for her. The anxiety, the pain, this is a big mystery. And I'm arriving at the temple with her, with this feeling of distress, with a big gap in my heart, the little one is no more, we, we've lost it, with this big kind of emptiness, vacuum, the feeling of loss. And at the corner of the temple, she received a shock again. Wow, a shock of joy. 
she sees between two beards of these big rabbis the little curly hair of the little boy. Jesus is there. He's among the doctors. He's not lost. He's there. We found him. He's alive. Praise God. We found him. She has an extraordinary shock of joy. And because I'm holding her hand, I'm with her, I cling to her, this shock comes also to my own heart. And the same way child Jesus comes into her heart again, filling up that gap of loss that she had, the same way child Jesus will fill up my own heart and reign in my heart. And why this test from God needed? It's a divine reason that I don't want to talk about. I'm too small. But what I see is that afterwards, because of the pain of the loss, and this is important for those who have lost a dear one, because of the pain, her heart has grown in new dimensions. Her hearts are kind of extended with a new capacity. And within that new capacity, she's able to welcome the child in a new way, in a more complete way. And what is this new dimension that she receives now? Child Jesus is 12, and now the time has come that his father, heavenly father, is totally part of his program of life. And Mary, when she receives child Jesus, she receives him in a new way, in a more complete way. She receives him with this unity, very special unity that he has with the Father, which means she receives the Father in a very new way too, together with the Son. So the Holy Trinity comes a new way within her. It has been there before, but it's always with God, it's always more and more. New dimension each day, you know, that's how he works with us. He's not mean. And the beautiful thing about this is the gift that I also receive. Don't tell me that I am only searching gift from the rosary. No, you know why? Because the great joy of Jesus, he said to several saints, my greatest joy is to communicate myself to the soul and to communicate my graces to the soul. And each time I accept, I welcome a grace from God. It's not selfish. I give praise to God. I give glory to God and I give joy to God because his greatest joy is to give me his treasures and to give himself to me. So when I cling to Mary and I share that shock of joy that she received seeing child Jesus among the doctors of the law, you know what it does in my heart? You know, in my life I have gaps. I have emptinesses. I'm an unbeliever in many ways. Why? Because I might go to Mass every Sunday I might tell the Lord, oh Lord, anything you want of me, I'll say yes. There are parts in my life that are not yet Christian. For example, I may tell the Lord, Lord, 
I'll be yours, I'll be a good Christian, but please don't put your nose in my business. That's my business. I'll take care of it. Okay? Because if you put your nose there, I'm, I'm not sure to make it anymore. And it, it might be unconscious also that our business, our way to work and to do business is not a Christian way. We might have never thought about it. Uh, when I consider my future, I might tremble because of fears of a war, of a breakdown of the economical situation, or earthquake, or whatever, you know, all this doom and gloom stuff all around that is not of Our Lady, let me tell you. This fear shows me that I am an unbeliever regarding my future. Because being a believer means being at peace about the future. I have my leader. What should I fear about? You know? So it means that, for example, I take my past life. I cling to my past. I live in the past. No, that's not Christian. Jesus has to reign in my past and I have to give everything to him so that he takes care and I go ahead with him. Not being stopped by these bullets, you know. If I consider my sexuality, I can tell the Lord, I'll be a good girl, I'll be a good boy, but in this matter, let me, leave me alone. I know what I have to do. And I, I might be a pagan in my sexuality and being a Christian in all the other fields of my life. I might be a pagan when it comes to my health. I'm fearing to feel sick. I'm anxious for my health. No, if the Lord is the king of my body, of my life, of my health, why should I fear? I can see doctors, yes, but in a balanced way. I don't have to fear about my health because my body is given to God. So it's his problem. And if it's still my problem, I'm still kind of an for my for my health. So in many ways, in my life, I have gaps, I have vacuums, I have emptinesses of God because God does not reign in all the parts of my life. So what will happen in this little tiny short decade? What grace shall I get? I'll get the grace of offering to God truly my whole being, my whole life and everything about me so that if there is any part where he doesn't dwell yet, he will... How do you say? En français, c'est s'engouffrer. Yeah, that's it. He will engulf himself in my heart. Thank you. He will fill up that emptiness. He, like a river, fill up the bed that could be empty before. An avalanche, whatever you call it, he will... And he will at last reign in that part of my life that was empty of him, that was unbeliever. A believer means to adhere, to stick to someone in Hebrew. That's great. So let's close our eyes and finish this rosary of joy with this beautiful engulfing of child Jesus, King of love, in my heart, in my life, so that he may reign. And like Mary, I can keep baby Jesus with me, with Joseph, back home in Nazareth in my daily life. He will be truly in everything with me.
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Baby Jesus, King of Love, pray for us. Have you understood now why the rosary is so powerful to transform us and to push away Satan and the evil spirits? Each time you pray a decade and a mystery with your heart, you kind of take in the life of Jesus and Mary. You make a transfusion of their life within you. You have a shot of the life of Jesus within you. And Satan cannot stand the life of Jesus and Mary. He just cannot bear that. 
So he runs away. And this is why this little tiny object that is a rosary, when you pray that with the heart, you protect yourself against evil and you protect your whole family. Don't tell me that I can't pray the rosary in my family because I'm the only believer. On the contrary, pray in the family. And if you are the only believer in your family, that's enough for a lady. She seeks at least one believer in each family and you are that one. And each time you pray your rosary in the family, even alone, you put the whole family under the mantle of Our Lady. And this is why Our Lady is begging us in Medjugorje, and she repeats that all over again. Pray the rosary in your families, dear children. May the parents pray with the children. May the children pray with the parents. And this way, united in prayer, Satan will not be able to harm you. She says, a rosary alone, one single rosary alone, can work miracles in the world and in your life. Dear brother and sister, let God work miracles in your life. I could tell hundreds of examples of those families that have picked up the rosary and have changed their life. And it's with the children, it's beautiful to pray with the children. Don't expect them to be very, very peaceful and, uh, and steady and, you know, they will run, they will speak, they will be sometimes like children are. But you don't remove the meals of your family because they are agitated when they eat. Do you? So why should you say, oh, they are agitated, let's drop the, the rosary off? No. It's, it has to be part of your life. And the little ones will understand that this is important for dad because dad himself comes to the rosary, then it is an important thing for the life and it's part of what is necessary for our life. I have a beautiful thing to share with you that Ali said in Medjugorje because you experience how healing is the prayer of the rosary. When you are tired and sick, dear children, and you do not know the meaning of your life, take the rosary and pray. When you are tired and sick. Another thing, I wish that for you, the rosary become life. Let the faithful meditate each day on the life of Jesus while praying the rosary. Defeat Satan by means of prayer. Satan wants to work even more now that you know he's at work. Dear children, put on the armor for battle and with the rosary in your hand, defeat him. I urge to ask everyone to pray the rosary. With the rosary, you will overcome all the troubles which Satan is trying to inflict on the Catholic Church. Let all priests pray the rosary, give time to the rosary. And she exhorted also the priests, the nuns, and the religious brothers to pray the rosary and to teach others to pray. The rosary is especially dear to me, she said. Among all your prayers, I enjoy in a special way your daily rosary, she said. So now I want to ask you a favor, not for me, for her. Will you make the decision from now on to pray the rosary in your families? not to miss that opportunity. If you pray the rosary in your families 
and you just live the messages of Our Lady of Medjugorje, you'll be very happy. And you won't fear the future. You won't fear the secrets. You won't fear anything. You'll be nestled. You'll be hidden under her mantle. And you'll be safe. You'll be protected. You'll be always joyful and peaceful. And you'll know where to go and how to do. This is her promise. So please listen to that message when she urges the families to pray together with a united heart. God bless you. Jesus.